Blog Talk Radio. to the Think Life Show 2. I'm your host, Professor Williams, with our co-hosts, our minister, Felicia Scott, and our oh-so-opulent, Shannon Grace Chappelle. Join us each week as we refresh, as we get to it, get through it, get with the things that we need to do in this post-COVID era. It's so much excitement going on. It's a lot going on, but it's okay. We will get through it. And listen, don't hesitate to pass through to the Think Life Show to we do live shows. Join us live each week. And also follow us and like us on Facebook at TT Careless 2 at Facebook. Follow us and like us at Check Your Mind at Instagram. Follow us and like us at Twitter at Prof TT Careless 2. Listen, whatever the situation is, you are going to make it. Don't hesitate. We love you like no other as God does. This is why we invite you to the Think Life Show too, to find more love that's for you, to find more healing, to find more truths, to find out more on how to help humankind. Humankind, we're suffering right now, but it's okay. We can get through this together. And while you're getting through it, while you're getting with it, getting to it, get join, listen, go to Amazon.com and pick up this, a phenomenal book by our co-host, our minister, Felicia Scott. Pick up the LP Collection e-book. Ah, she's in the business of inspiring others to heal and build through art. We're talking about build, building your life. We're talking about healing your life and more, whatever you need, you will get through it. You will succeed. And our also opulent Shannon Grace Chappelle, author, spoken word artist, ah, she always brings it. I'm telling you, she is also inspirational and healing to the people. She is. She has the flow. You know, uh, she flows with clarity and truth, things that change your life. If you want to change your life, pass through to the Think Life Show, too, with none other than yours truly, the Professor Williams. And last but not least, also, while you're at Amazon, uh, building your life with our Minister Felicia Scott's book, the LP Collection, don't hesitate to check out my e-book, God's Mind Over Our Matter. Check it out at Amazon.com by Professor P. Williams. P is in Peter. All right. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good evening. Uh, wherever you are, whoever you are, this is the Think Life Show 2 coming to you live on today is the day, and we are just happy to be a part of this phenomenal day and this phenomenal time with you. And we welcome every single one of you, every listener 
in the house tonight, today, on this wonderful afternoon, on this Advent afternoon, uh, November 20, November 28th, 2021, almost the end of the year. We are still here, and it's a good thing. And we are just, we're just uh, excited about what's going on. You know, it's so, God, there's so many things going on, but that's okay. We, you know, it's okay not to be okay is one of our mottos. You know, get to it, get through it, get with it. It's another one of our mottos uh, for being able to think life. This is why we call the Think Life Show, too. We're always thinking about things, always moving in action, moving in motion to promote what's good uh, in life, to also enhance and help to lift up and show people what goodness and mercy is really all about. And, you know, it happens from within. It happens from the inside out. And this is what we're about, helping people to think life too. We're about community. And we're also about to today, it's not just about today's topic, but November is National Men's Health Month. Uh, it's treatable. You know, everything, I believe everything is treatable in due time. Um, as long as it's the early stages, I believe it's treatable. And it depends upon the person's body. It depends upon the engagement. It depends upon the team who's helping he or she to get through it. You know, God has just made our bodies so just, mm, from our feet up, we are just amazing beings. And the way we, our bodies self-heal, the way our bodies um, regroup, the way our bodies just um, function is just, oh, my God, you just, you just can't even imagine. And one of the most beautiful parts of the body is the brain. Let me tell you, I hear somebody saying right now, Professor Williams, what are you talking about? The brain? Yes, the brain is one of the most beautiful parts of the body. The body is just beautiful, period. I'm talking about from the inside out. And today we're going to talk about, uh, we welcome all of you to come on and share your insight and your experiences on how the brain, not just how the brain operates, we're talking about how mental health is being addressed among our male population. This is National Men's Health Month. And, you know, it's healable. It's treatable. Our mental health, sometimes we have some serious situations in our physical self, physiologically. It can affect our mental health. It can affect our emotional self. It can affect our social skills. It can affect, wow, so many things psychologically. Um, today we want to talk about that. We want to support and show, uh, we want to support our males. Uh, and ongoing, we, we're always supporting uh, different, this is not about a gender thing, so don't get it twisted, folks. We're talking about our men um, and how they have really been suffering, not just uh, COVID, during COVID, not just uh, post-COVID. COVID really has also changed the trajectory on how men's mental health is addressed. This is National Men's Health Month. And today we want to talk about the mental health, the mental health aspect among uh, the things that men go through and within their health situation. And uh, we want to bring, we're going to shed some things, uh, some light on some things. We want to bring some concerns to our community, address some of the real concerns of in the community of our men. You know, real talk, men's issues, men's health, men's mental health. 
So please, pass through to the Think Live Show 2. The call-in number is 773-897-3981. And also, you guys can um, uh, reach out to us at TTKLS2. Like us at TTKLS2 on Facebook. Also, like us and, you know, share some some things with us. This is a burger and fries chat, just so you know. This is a burger and fries chat. You know how you feel when you're having your little snacks and you have your burgers and fries? It's a comfort meal. Today, we want to bring more comfort into the lives of our, of our listeners. So please, you know, hit us up at TTKLS2 at Facebook, at Instagram, at Check Your Mind, and at also at Twitter, at ProfTTKLS2. Right, and we'll also give you another site where we are also blazing. Uh, before the end of the show, we'll give you that site as well. So please don't hesitate uh, to to just you know just call in and share some of your burger, share some of the things, some of the mental health issues, share some of the health issues that our men uh, need to be aware of. Share some of the things that we need to be aware of and how we can link to getting help, more help, more support. We're talking about supporting our men. Uh, you know, sometimes they don't say anything, and sometimes, they, you know, they see it, and maybe they don't know what what's happening to their bodies, you know. And, you know, that's the bottom line. It goes for men and women. Some things we, we it's going on in the body, you just don't know what's going on. And if you link with the right person and people and authorities and of the sort professionals, you can get everything you need. So, again, this is the Think Life Show 2 coming to you live with none other than yours truly, the Professor Williams, and today's Burger and Fries chat about National Men's Health Month. And we have our Minister Felicia Scott, our two hot spots co-host of the show, blazing today, our Minister Felicia Scott, and our oh-so-opulent Shannon Grace Chappelle will also be blazing with us today in our burger and fries chat. And I see our blaze queen right here now. Felicia? Yes. Hello, everyone. All right. All right. Oh, we are here. We are here and blazing in today's burger and fries chat. Just happy to to, to just, you know, shed some light on this thing and, and get through it. I technically... It's really, wow, it, it, this should be like an ongoing discussion, not just, you know, it, this is an international, national, um, I call it a crisis. However, it's treatable. So today we yeah. welcome you all to, to come through, pass through, don't hesitate. You know, don't worry about, you know, the time and stuff. We can extend the time on the show too. Uh, as well, but please, you know, you have something that you need to share with us that will lead to health, that will lead to healing, that will lead to treatment, that will lead to stability and soundness for our men. Please don't hesitate. Call 773-897-3981, or you can listen live as well at TTKLS2 Blog Talk Radio. Don't hesitate. We need to hear from you. Callers, all right now, and here is our minister, Felicia Scott. You know, we have um, in a black and brown community regarding men and their emotions, 
They're taught to at an early age to suck it up. You're a big boy. Big boys don't cry and things of that nature. And I caught myself doing that yesterday because I knew the little boy was being a little, you know, you know how little boys manipulate for their crying? But he wasn't mm-hmm. saying. He just didn't want to be bothered. And he was forced mm-hmm. to be bothered. But that's another story. So, um, you know, the things that we teach our, our, our men while they're boys, that they take into the adulthood and handling those sensitive emotions are one of them. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's like sometimes you hear, like, men get together. Like, you can say the barbershop is men's therapy session. You know, the barbershop, right. the pool hall, the, the numbers place, and things of that nature, and the community, or sometimes even going to church for some of those men's conferences and things like that. Right. But for the most part, exactly. that's where men learned how to deal with mental health and the things that were passed down from generation to generation. Um, and being part of slavery, it's like, okay, the man is to provide, to protect, and things like that. And when the man cannot provide and protect, sometimes he's emasculated by the women in his household, and he has to keep tongue-in-cheek so he does not become disrespectful or violent uh, because he cannot provide and protect because he's a sensitive man and maybe just being uh, outrageous or really bolsterous is just not in his character. And by the same token, you know, it's a lot of ideologies that were taught to men that kind of make it difficult to really address mental health concerns in the community. So opposed to saying, yo, you need some counseling, you have to say, well, you know what? You may want to talk to someone who who doesn't who is not emotionally attached to you, and that kind of gets it through through to them. But she's like, "Yo, you need some therapy." They're not going to take it. <laughs> or, right. You know, when you were formerly incarcerated, and now you're out. You should have went to see somebody. Okay, they know mm-hmm. that, but because they may be a big dude like big gentlemen, you know, big black gentlemen, like football linebackers, things like that. And they're like, they're like soft as a sheep. And they cry and things of that nature because they're big. Look, I know this big dude and I just uh, bust out crying like some little minute man and things like Mm. that. But they need to have that positive outlet. And um, real men cry. They cry in the dark. Um, men actually cry through different, different, different ways. Like exactly, people may not believe this, but womanizing is a form of crying. Mm. People may not believe it. Really? If you if you think about it, womanizing is a way of crying. Y'all are seeing, oh, they're manipulating. But manipulate most people who manipulate do not deal with rejection well. So, okay. Womanizing is a form of crying. Um, alcohol and substance and other substances is a way of crying. Um, just a lot of things because we're taught mm-hmm. men have those, lack of better terms, those feminine feminine emotions without being emasculated by peers and also women. So that's why you have right. a lot of mental health, you know, mental health concerns regarding the black and brown community because the things that have been taught from years and years ago and things like that. Exactly, exactly. And then 
having those um, issues not addressed in the future or the mm-hmm. present. Uh, mm-hmm. And and now is the time. And the, the the good news is, family, is that it's treatable. You know, it mm-hmm. it it may not come out the way you think it should, but it'll come out. You know, the the progress, the results, should I say, will come out according to how you need to live, you know, based upon whoever is on the team, based upon the right people on the team and, you know, what's fitted to your needs. Because technically, there's no one-size-fits-all for any of us because we are so intricately made. And you know how some agencies, some government programs and you know, anything between city and state is always like a one-size-fits-all. But it doesn't mean that there's something or a combination of, of strategies, a combination of, um, of things put, when well put together. It doesn't mean that it cannot fit that person's life. And it also changes. It changes over time. So it, it just, in my observation, it just seems like there's an urgency to address <laughs> mental health uh, the mental health and health aspects of our men to help support them because there's so many strategies in addressing our mental, physical, social, and spiritual self. There's so many things that, that can happen that, that can be done. It just needs to be done in the earlier stages. Even if it's in the late stages, anything can happen. Anything can happen when the right folks get together. I, I can't just, I can't emphasize that enough. Even in, um, the Center for uh, High Impact uh, Philanthropy, and you know, there's the School of uh, Social Policy and Practice from the University of um, Pennsylvania. They put out like mm-hmm. a, a guide. They put out a. This is a very, uh, I won't say interesting, but this is a very, uh, I have to say, strengthening type of guide. It, it just gives you like a a, a picture of what to, what to look at, some strategies. It gives you a picture of hope. You know, I'm always talking about hope. We are always talking yeah. about hope, right? Right, Felicia? Yes. You know, yes. and, and hope, hope like comes this. with some support. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, support. We, firm, we are firm believers of Hebrews 11. <laughs> One. Ah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yes, faith is things, things hope for the evidence of things not seen, unseen, depending on which version of the Bible you are reading. And we, you know, <laughs> which don't Bible? Misquote. Exactly. <laughs> which version you're it's reading? All right. You know, I have a, it's, I'm it's like, okay. I, can, I can admit that I have a habit of combining NIV and King James together, okay? I can okay. admit that. It's all right. It's all right. But Listen, so I have a habit of, of combining all of them with the Message Bible. I just okay. get to it with the message Bible. How about that? So, so, so if you don't get anything else, then you will learn how to study to show that self approval on this line. Exactly. <laughs> you know, when we, and you know, you look exactly. at, you know, just the, the, get to the Bible, when you sit there and think about it, then you look at Psalms. You know, mm-hmm. David was always doing something, okay? Yeah, and yeah. he had mental health like, issues too. Yeah, so you look at Psalms. I think about Psalms, it's like certain particular ones are like a therapy session to God where he's like, yeah, yeah. you know, yo, you know, such and mm-hmm. such a cute and you're on duty, God, but, you know, her mm-hmm. husband's a piece of work and I want off of his head or things like mm-hmm. that. I just, you know, things it's like true. that. So it's true. Some, 
some issues and you look at how God speaks about the double-minded man, which we know man means mankind, is um, mm-hmm. unstable in all his ways, meaning his could be he or she or it. So because exactly. you know, animals exactly. can be interesting as well. Um, it's true. And I use the it pronouns to make anyone feel bad as a human, but just saying. Um, exactly. And things of that nature. So you look at the Bible, and the Bible always speaks about the mind. Let this mind be in you. You know, renew the mind and things like that. So we have to, when we approach mental health concerns with males in particular, we have to approach it in a different manner. So men can feel comfortable to get the help, to get the help. So they can see. It's true. So they can mm -hmm. see how they they need how one needs to exist because even in Hebrews chapter uh, 11 and is one through three, it talks mm-hmm. about faith, you know, moving in action, mm-hmm. being able to see and understand things and its existence by God's mm-hmm. word. Now God's word could be in a bottle of meds. God's word could be, you know, he can just get God's word really means his authority, his authority, his ruling, his, what is mm-hmm. best for you, what's best for us in and within that things that that need to be addressed in your body, in your mind, your heart, your soul, your spirit, your whole entire life. He's concerned about our whole being. Wholeness, mm-hmm. wellness is technically holiness. That's what holiness is about. It's spiritual, linked to mm-hmm. the, the the physical, linked to the fundamentals of our existence in God, in Christ the actions of God Mm -hmm. in Christ to help us to handle the things that we can't see because much of Mm -hmm. this stuff is invisible. Technically it's so invisible and it it could be devastating because when certain things happen to us, like death, like uh, suicide, like uh, risky behaviors, or even the change in the economy, like COVID, look how COVID changed Mm -hmm. everything and it's still changing. There's no way society can go back to the way it was living. So, you know, it's no way. It's impossible because it's it's just nothing to go back to. Here we are in a new way, and it's so urgent to address how we live so we can become this whole new being. And now it's the time to focus on things in particular, focus on our young people, focus on the most serious disorders, focus on the things that have affected our our populations and what's affected our populations is also affecting our males. You know, mm-hmm. changing and changing the landscape of how we deal with our our physical health, our social spiritual health. You know, expanding access to how things really need to work. Expanding um healthcare, expanding social services. You know, humankind we need so much. Expanding our communities, educating our communities and challenge and the challenges educating our communities and the challenges of mental health and also addiction. Now, we don't want to get into addiction because there's all types of addiction. We're talking about the most serious things that addiction affects according to Mm -hmm. our physical and mental health. This is the the, the day, family, that we really urge you not to be afraid, as our minister Felicia Scott said, not to be, don't be afraid to get some help because that's the old adage. That's the old way of living is to, you know, like pass it off or, you know, I could do it myself or uh, there's nothing wrong with me. It's okay not to be okay. It's, it's even all right for you to even 
say that to yourself, for you to own up, acknowledge that, you know what, I'm out of sorts today. I'm just, I'm like, I'm, I feel like Humpty Dumpty. I fell, I'm falling off the wall, and I can't be put back together. I'm an egg. Simply yep. put, there's no way to put an egg back together, right? Nope. <laughs> uh, egg is an egg. Once it, uh, once it falls, once you drop it, you got to scoop it up and, and throw it away. So mm-hmm. this, this um, the Center for High Impact uh, Philanthropy on Social Policy and Practice, they were enc- very encouraging on what to think about and what to do, you know, strategies. They talked about five strategies to address mental health and addiction. Um, they talked mm-hmm. about how they can help. They talked about contributions. They talked about direct services uh, because, you know, I, some people, maybe they – I don't know. I just, in my observation, I'm just saying, family, don't don't get it twisted. Sometimes people on a day-to-day basis and their busy, their busyness spirit, you know, they may not understand what their 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 fellow human being is going through. You know, they may not even see it. This it, right about now is the time for us to really begin to as uh, Minister Felicia Scott would say, peel back the layers and begin to pay attention to one another. The looks, there's certain looks that people have when they're going, when they're passing through something. There's certain looks mm-hmm. that people have when they are passing through mental health. There's certain looks that people have when they're passing through physically, even spiritually, and even socially, emotionally. There are things that, that we really need to be aware of, we need to be cognizant of, and it would be, uh, I'm telling you, it's a game changer. Um, there are these, again, these things don't happen overnight. They happen over time. It could be uh-huh. two years. It could be three years. It could be four or five years. The, but the, the, the quicker that it's noticed within that time frame between two to three years, the better off the person will be, the, the better the help will be, too, to facilitate them. Um, the, the center also talks about system system building, you know, strengths on investing in uh, mental health, strengths on how to invest in mental health and invest in mental health and and addiction, Uh, invest Mm -hmm. in funding to help those who are struggling with mental health and and addiction. And there's a framework for funding. Their strategy is a focus, again, on young people. Um, Support those who have the most serious and the affected population expand these works, mm-hmm. and also a strong start to life. You know, it's just like when you're a baby, you know, when you start school, you're a baby, you're a very young child, and you get out of your, the end, the, you get out of school, you graduate from high school, then you go to college. For some, they may start college right after, and some start later. It's okay. They continue. They, what people call continuing education. And then there's like a, it's like you have to have a strong start wherever you are. If you have a break, if you have a, if you stop and start, it's okay. You need a strong start to do anything for you to be able to do well in within that that mental health and addiction aspect. You need support from from the community. You need life skills. All those things are needed, right? Your mental health care plan. All those things are needed. Um, so that you won't revisit alternatives. And you, I, I, you mentioned this too, um, within the penal system, 
there should be this uh, organization uh, focuses on alternatives to incarceration to help uh, with recidivism. Uh, also, mm-hmm. specialized care. They help reentry support. They cut down, you know, people going back and forth to jail. That goes for males and females. Uh, today, we're talking about our males, focusing on our males to keep, to remove those barriers, to remove practical barriers, to remove uh, cultural and language barriers. That's a big issue too cultural and language barriers, and to decrease stigmas. Many times people look down on people, society, I won't say everybody, you know, it's just like a, it's almost like it's a societal norm to look down on people who have mental illness. That's because he or she may not be educated in the, in the understanding. They don't have understanding and let alone the support to enlighten them about the, the particular conditions and to help he or she to become who they need to be in this world because the, the world is their community, right? So family, mm-hmm. here we are. This is the Think Life Show 2 coming to you live with none other than yours truly, the Professor Williams and our minister, Felicia Scott, and our oh-so-opulent Shannon Grace Chappelle who will be joining us in a while. And we are not just talking about it, but we are doing something about we support National Men's Health Month and we are talking specifically in our burger and fries chat today on mental health and how it is addressed among the male population. For those of you who'd like to view this uh, article, you guys can go online at, um, I'm going to give you the site, the Center for High Impact Philanthropy. Uh, School of Social Policy, just go online and key in uh, that name in the URL and key in the article, Health in Mind, a Philanthropic Guide for Mental Health and Addiction. I'm going to post it on our page as well. And uh, just to give you a little insight. So sometimes, you know, uh, what is good to say? We we have not because we ask not, Minister Felicia, right? You know? It is true. We have not because we ask not, and probably because we may not know what to ask about. Uh, and that nine times out of ten that happens because you prob- you're probably observing something or you're into something, and you're like, okay, what do I do? So here we are, listeners, talking about – we're not talking about a, a specific disorder. We're talking about the number of people that are suffering severely with different mental health disorders depression, PTSD, um, uh, or, uh, psychotic disorders, and they, haven't, they have to take meds, but how else are they going to be supported? Are they, do they have the, the right social skills? Do they have the right community leaders and helpers to help them to continue their care, their comprehensive care, their care plan? How are they being helped? to how, how is their re-entry, what is it, re-entry or the specialized care support? Um, well, re-entry and specialized care support is for those who, those are alternatives to incarceration. And, you know, people, that's been talked about too, incarceration. Some people say that incarceration is really not, um, it's not a rehab moment. It's not a rehab method. It's not, it really doesn't rehab, it really does nothing to change he or she. Uh, overall, a high percentage of people, um, it said the percentage is very, very low. 
the transformation for many is very, very low. So now it's time to just research and get some policies and, and build a system to help them to get to help them gain reentry into society, to have specialized care, comprehensive services, and more alternatives for living a better life. Because everybody's situation in the penal system is different. It is different. It is it is some of it is age related, cultural related. It's just time for a change. It's treatable. It is treatable. So mm-hmm. Um, here we are today having, wow, and our veterans too, 20% of veterans who served in Iraq and Afghanistan suffer from PTSD or depression. You know, that, that, that's a lot. And, it's, and the stats are probably changing as we speak because now here we are, those same veterans have, are coming through the COVID era. I can't even imagine what they're going through, you know. Uh, even being hospitalized, in, that's a whole different, I have to say, a whole different uh, pathway. When you're hospitalized mm-hmm. and being treated, you know, each state has their own policy and procedure uh, for, for mental health procedures. Each state has their own policy and procedure for physical and mental health based upon incarceration. Each state has their own, has a different policy and procedure for for whatever you know. They all they all have a guide, you know that that they follow according to the government. But then you have those other little things in between, what we call the gray matter, right, Felicia? That is mm-hmm. different, and you're like, wow. So it's it's to navigate through your healing. It's to navigate mm-hmm. and get through those barriers. Is just Wow. And if you can get family members or people, I have to say people, because even Jesus is like, you know, who is my family? He said, those who love God. So it's not just your immediate family. It's also God graces us people that we don't even know to help you get what you need in life, to help you remove things that don't belong in your life and become a brand new person. So it means a lot. It means a lot to get those barriers removed. You know, health in mind, um, it's treatable. What to say, Felicia, about treatment, addressing mental health and addiction for our mental health for our men? Um, how can we encourage our men today to get treatment? I mean, just just having those conversations and mm-hmm. uh, burger and fries chat, huh? Yeah, you know, they have, yeah. like, believe, it's like, it's so interesting because men counsel each other, but it's not always mm. wise counsel, you mm. know, especially, it's like, because if that's how they, their coping mechanism is uh, drinking and smoking and, and chit-chatting on the corner uh, after lunch or after, or, or, you know, after work or what have you, um, mm-hmm. It is what it is. And you have some people who just don't like to listen to sound, the sound knowledge. They just don't. And wow. it's just, just being positive, not saying, yo, you're a nut job. You need to go see somebody. It's even being, yeah. it's, it's, it's being gentle with each other because 
when you start speaking of somebody seeing therapy, oh, I don't want no shrink getting inside my head. And you're like, mm-hmm. what's a shrink? Because right. your need to, you need your thoughts to be filtered. So it's just a point of just pretty much having those conversations and then people be like, huh. maybe even when they're different places, just having someone who is actually a clinician who just goes around the community in plain, in plain clothing, not mentioning, you know, not mentioning what their position is, his position is, but just to have those conversations and to get the information. Exactly. And just em- and embrace, it's like ministers and pastors and other clergymen can do with so much within a confinement of religion. But that is true. It's like you know you have gentlemen who they they love the teaching of um, of Farrakhan. They love the mm-hmm. teachings of other other um, high profile clergymen, as I call them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes some, some those messages penetrate, and sometimes they don't. It depends on right. the person. Right. And even their own, you know, even their own clergy being um, transparent about some things. Like, mm-hmm. okay, sometimes I cry because the light bill isn't paid and, you know, my woman sacrificed and that made me feel some type of way. Just having right. those generic conversations where nobody's digging in anyone's business, you're not burying a bone, you're not what, burying a bone and carrying a bone and things like All that. Right. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so just, I think, I think it, we got to the point where our sense of community has been warped along the way. It's like, so true. oh, you can have you can have the latest gossip, but don't get into my business. Wow, wow. But those are things that people really need to talk about because if I don't know that you need some sugar for your coffee in the morning and you didn't have it, I'm not going to know. I'm not a mind reader. But I also true. know that pride, that pride in asking for help with men in particular and, you know, a lot of us too, women may have the same issue because of the naysayers or what have you. But it's just having those, um, you know, more burger and fry chat, more barbershop chat, more exactly. uh, chats in the community. Exactly. Even because even with the mask on, huh? even with the mask on, you, you gotta on, yeah. have more conversation and not be afraid. Just, and and just like you said. Um, Felicia, that the pr- pride, you know, and over whatever you call it, it, it you got to, it has to be put aside or if not, it could be very dangerous for the individual. And also, you know, sometimes with our mental health self, sometimes people, you know, sometimes you have to be forced. An individual, sometimes they have to be forced to do to be good to themselves. I'm just saying, you know, we nowadays we, we're hearing a lot about self-care, right? Which is something should have been a given, but for some people they have a hard time with self-care, taking care, taking personal time to take personal care of themselves, um, taking the time to address their mental health needs, their physical, physiological uh, health needs. Uh, there comes a time in a person's life where they will be forced to to comply, and that's the bottom line. And looks like I've, yeah. I've seen it with happen among men and women. 
They have to. Yeah. Because, listen, God gave us free will. He did. Mm-hmm. All be it. Some, you, sometimes there, there comes a time when you just have to just just delinquish, just get rid of that 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 ugly pride. You find out that it's not good. It's taking you like all over the place. It's not. It's unstable. When a person becomes unstable, unfunctional, as the scriptures say, unstable in all their ways, double-minded, meaning confused, uh-huh. mixed up, un, and also non-compliant. Because if you're not uh-huh. obeying, if you're not compliant to things that are good for you, and you're only compliant to things that you think is uh you're just making selfish decisions and relentless mm-hmm. and uh at risk decisions things that make make your life at risk then it's going to be a problem it's going to be a bigger problem so then there's mm-hmm. going to have to be consequences and reinforcements to make the individual comply so that he or she can get a hold of themselves and have a real life because a real a real life really is full of what it is full of rules we have to have rules we got to have rules. Rules help keep us safe. Legislature, laws help us keep us safe. Certain ones do mm-hmm. and certain ones don't. I'm just saying. Yes, so we're not absolutely. affected by the bad ones. You know, we're not affected by the bad ones. We know what to do. We know what to do with these bad cats who come up in in uh, in, legis- in government and they know they're killing off people left and right with their bad rulings, with their bad decision-making. We know what to do. We get them out of office. We just... Check them off, get them, get the right lawyers, whatever, and the right legislation to get them out of office, he or she. That's the bottom mm-hmm. line. This is what we do as a people, as a nation. So yes. with our, our men, they, they have to make a conscious deci- decision or there has to be a way to make them comply. And listen, there's a way that seems right to any of us, but the end could mm-hmm. be a big problem. The end could be our demise. We mm-hmm. have so many good things to do. There's so many ways to make the right decision. Um, there's so many means in helping us to make the right decision. So this is why we support our men to not be afraid. Whatever it is, it's treatable, it's doable. And this is um, we support you ongoing. Whatever your mental health, whatever needs to be addressed from within your heart, your mind, your body, your spirit. Just like David, Minister Felicia Scott. She mentioned you mentioned it earlier about David. Well, the Psalms is really about your life. The Psalms is about your mm-hmm. heart, how you your emotional ties. Yeah, it just seems like a thousand Yeah, but when I was reading it from a yeah, when I was reading it from the eyes of a of a therapist. <laughs> mhm. Mm-hmm. It definitely sounded like it sounded like a therapy session where he yeah. cries out. And then by the end of the the session, God has answers. And mm-hmm. um, like prayer, it's just like the same difference. If you look at things through different a different perspective, and with men, I just found out that um, looking at my own father, rest his soul, his birthday, he would have been eighty nine if he lived. Um, wow. Dealing with you know, his journey of depression and alcoholism, um, his, his his years on earth. Um, mm. And, you know, the comparison of the diagnosis with our Caucasian counterparts opposed to us. Like, you know, mm-hmm. black, black gentlemen who has a history of alcoholism and substance abuse may get 
a paranoid schizophrenic diagnosis opposed to his counterpart that may have the same symptoms and things like that, but their diagnosis may be acute depression with a, with um mm-hmm. with slight paranoia. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So things like that. So I think what happened back in the day was the diagnosis that the terminology was just like I think they weren't soft and gentle with the terminology and was quick to yeah. medicate and do all these horrific um experiments experimentation surrounding mental health exactly. for, the, for yeah. a lot of experiments for the men. So I think that's one of the reasons why um, they were afraid. Mm-hmm. A little bit apprehensive to seek the help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it still goes on mm-hmm. because anybody who's like who was from my father's age and younger and you start speaking about things like that, they're like, yo, I don't have no problem. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. even when it comes down to, you know, and they've been like, well, I'm not going to go too far off this topic, but one sexual orientation. Some people... Mm-hmm. You know, even a person, I'm not, I'm not going to mention this person's name, um, mm-hmm. thinks that a certain diagnosis, you know, certain people who deal with those things um, are clinically insane. I'm not going to mention this person's mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, science also, well, the society has changed. They've become more knowledgeable and mm-hmm. other sort. However, they have to learn what applies to whoever and whenever they have to we're also as a human as as a as a society we're learning actually we're learning new applications we're learning new applications and what is best fitted those in society so with our men you know again we encourage you that it is treatable it's doable no matter what it looks like no matter what it feels like um you you can also again go online there is a support uh contact on how to help well the again this guide that i just that was shared with you the center for high impact philanthropy school of social policy and practice which is the university of pennsylvania um you guys can also write to impact at u P-E-N-N, actually, you can go online and look at impact at uh, impact.upenn.edu. That's the email, should I say, about them. And impact at sp2.upenn.edu. That's the other email. You can also call them at 215-573-7266. And, again, I will post it on our page. This is just the beginning of a new, the beginning of new hope for you guys. This is the beginning of new hope for our men and the language. I heard you mention this, too, earlier, too, uh, Minister Felicia. I, we want to just reiterate that on the, the terms, you know, the way that people talk with one another when it comes to these things as though it's like fiction, as though it's just like dismissing you dismiss the issue and you dismiss the individual and technically the 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 first and foremost and and the most important thing is to address the person use them particular language address the person the human first and the condition the condition along with it 
never address the condition and the person is secondary. Mm-mm. That's not even how God deals with us. God deals with us for who we are, not just what we are. He deals with us for who we are, and he deals with the condition at the same time. And the good news is, you know, well, God is omnipresent, omnipotent, uh, everything. He can just deal with everything at one time. The good news mm-hmm. is allow these things to take time. Allow these things to, whatever the disorder is, whatever the, the substance abuse is, whatever care, whatever your physical environment, whatever the, the health behaviors are, whatever your socioeconomic factors are, allow time, allow time for the game to change. You know, people, some people believe they know how to play the game. Mm-mm. When it comes to mental health, when it comes to your health, listen, mm-hmm. you have to get a game changer. There's some strategies that need to take place so you can take hold of your life and get stable, become functional. Because if, when things become out of order, there's nothing else that's going to happen with that body, particularly when it's happening in your brain. When it's happening in your brain, the rest of the members of the body, of your body, is saying, listen, it's time to check us out. You know, I'm struggling mm-hmm. over here. To, uh, the heart might be saying, I, 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 I'm struggling a little bit. You know, your, your throat mm-hmm. or something, your something could, anything else. You know, the, your, your muscles could be saying, I'm struggling. You know, your thigh work could say, I'm struggling because mm-hmm. of something that is infiltrating or something foreign is happening in that body, and it must be addressed. So, so yeah. men... We applaud you today, and we support you today that you can get through and just go ahead. This is the new hope. Check out the new hope. And the new hope is to maintain self-care, to maintain your mental and physical health. It's all right. It's okay not to be okay, and it's all right to address it. It's all right. It's treatable. It's treatable. And this is... um. Also, don't be afraid to have conversations, as our minister Felicia said. Don't be afraid to have conversations with the right people. Don't be afraid to, no matter how old you are. Uh, sometimes our young people, young people, I know maybe there's times when you feel like you are invisible and you're not. Maybe you feel like you're invisible about depression. Maybe you feel like you're invisible about suicide. You have suicidal thoughts or maybe you have been hurting yourself self-mutilation, hurting yourself, our teenagers, our young children, 10-year-olds, 8-year-olds want to hurt themselves and kill themselves. There is somebody that you can have a burger and fries chat about. And parents and grandmothers, grandfathers, uncles, sisters, brothers, whoever, whatever you call yourself, it's time to listen. It's time to listen, and it's also time to bring some hope to people who are suffering through these things. It's time to speak and to prevent, to cry loud in the wilderness, meaning make a way in this in this in a place where where people feel lost. You know, when you're going through stuff like that, you you feel lost. Some people say it's hell. Some people say it's it's a whole bunch of stuff. Just like a swirl all mixed up in one. Now I don't know what hell is. However, I know what the, what the Bible has said about it. I know what I've heard preachers say about it. And I also believe that when your mind and of the sort is out of sort with reality, mm-hmm. your heart 
and 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 it's like a there's a struggle and 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 a battle for the mind. Let me tell you, mm-hmm. that's got to be held. It's got to be a part of it, right? So it's it's time mm-hmm. for advocates. It's time for advocates. God has placed us here as advocates. Now we're not all advocates. We we talk about those who have gifted us, but there's links, you know, linking mm-hmm. one another to 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 do to do the right thing to be uh in the right place to be the source so the people can get what they need uh to serve the purpose so the purpose can serve the people that's one of our mottos and we feel strongly about that family because we we understand we may not be in your situation we may not know exactly what you're going through and it's okay however we can pray and we can support we can support one another in, in, in every way possible for you to get what you need in your treatable situation in the early stages, even if it's in late in the game. There are game changers for you right now. And we're about to, we're about to leave you. And, but before we leave you, we want to leave you with a word of prayer and more hope is on the way. So listen. Whatever it is, though, it, 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 it might feel like it's shaking you right now. It might feel like it's like an earthquake in your life right now, whether it's PTSD, whether it's any psychological problem. I mean, traumatized, that has traumatized your life, traumatized and affected everything in your life. Like, like it, maybe your life feels like water is like water running. You know what happens when water, people pay a water bill. I'm talking about for people who pay a water bill. And if, the, if there's a drip in the faucet or a drip in the toilet or whatever, and they, when that light bill comes back, they're like, oh, my God, my water bill has increased because the drip wasn't fixed. The drip wasn't addressed. So there could be a serious faulty drip in your life right now, but it does not mean it cannot be fixed. Just be aware. Keep in mind, take heart, family, that it can be fixed. It can be addressed. And it can be done in time. Take heart that time is your friend. We leave you with that today, that time is your friend. God is on your side, and time is your friend, and God is time. Take us out, Minister Felicia, in prayer. Father God, we just thank you for the day, Father God. We, Father God, we know that when people say repent of our sins, it means to change from our ways, Father God. So let's continue to promote change with our ways when they see us, Father God. Let their minds be in you, Father God. Let them search for things of you, Father God. Let them continue to have sound mind, Father God. If they don't have sound mind, let them know that it's okay not to be okay, Father God, because they can find that strength. And you, Father God, that strength is in you, Father God. Nobody else on this earth can cure what's going on in their mind, Father God. We know that we know that mental health and mental warfare is running rapid, Father God, as we not only deal with, with COVID but other other ills of life, Father God. Let everyone turn their hearts back to you, Father God. Let's continue. Thank you for the little things, Father God. Although we just dealt with dealing with Thanksgiving, Father God, let's continue to have the spirit of giving thanks, Father God. We just thank you, Father God. We love you, say Father God. We know without you there is no change, Father God. And with with you there is change, Father God. So continue to let our hearts and minds be focused on you. 
as we go through these things, Father God, and let's continue to intercede for our men, Father God, so they can be what they can be to their family, their friends, their foes, and for them, furthermore themselves, Father God. Real men do cry, Father God, denounce any theory that have plagued the mind of these men, Father God, for them not to want to seek the help, Father God. Denounce all those things. Call things as they need to be, Father God. Let them call things as they need to be, Father God. The good, the bad, and the difference, Father God. Let them know that they can talk to someone about it. Because someone may be need, need to hear their testimonies as well, just to make it through the day, Father God. Oh, we love on you, Father God, and we thank you for the opportunity to be on this line today, Father God, and the opportunity to breathe and appreciate you for just being who you are. And we ask these things in your son's name, Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. And so it is. And so it is in your life. For those who are listening today, whatever, wherever you are, morning, noon, night, or evening, wherever you are and whoever you are, you will make it. Things will change for you because you have hope and you have time and it is treatable. It is never too late. Believe me when I tell you, it's never too late for anything because with God, all things are possible. And with humankind, it's impossible. It's difficult. It's too challenging with human, with certain people. We're not talking about humankind as a whole. Sometimes with certain people, God will change the people around you. He will change and replace the ones who can help you gain what you need, help you to gain access to what you need, how you need it, when and why. And that looks like hope to me. In time, on time. God has a place for everything and everything has a place with God. We love you like no other, as God does. Always true. Always true to the end. Right? So join us on next week for another episode, another blog talk, uh, burger and fries chat. Today's burger and fries chat, I tell you, it was just, it was just sweet. You know, it's, it's touch, it's a very touchy, uh, I have to say delicate. It's a very delicate subject. However, it touches all of us. It touches all of us. And most of all, it touches God. When it touches God's heart, God touches other people to touch you, to touch your life, and your life will be full and you will be free, free to live and be the phenomenal being that you are. So join us next week. We haven't done, we're not done with this subject on men's on uh, support of our men and their health aspects. We will be back with more on this subject. And not just that, we just believe that all will be well. Remember, it's okay not to be okay. Peace, love, and joy.